This is Mary Celeste Bell. Welcome to the Blackberry Podcast, where we'll dive into stories and knowledge of the incredible people that are part of the Blackberry story. You'll hear from longtime friends, amazing visiting personalities, and our own inspired team members. Commander Rourke Denver shared with Maine House Executive Chef Josh Feathers how his training as a Navy SEAL has evolved into his brand, Ever Onward, encouraging teams and individuals to perform at their highest levels. On today's episode, these veterans discuss life after service. Enjoy! You know, so how's it going? This is your first trip up to the mountain. Oh, I mean, I, I had the, the pleasure of coming to the farm, uh, you know, several seasons ago. Two, two summers in a row came out for the event that was for put the, on with the wine on wine the fly. Wine on the fly. And, oh, yeah. And uh, I wine was all drinking. fly. I'm not a wine guy. So I, I was like, I, it was an advantage. If it, the wine drinkers were enjoying the wine and I got more time on the creek and the pond fishing. So, so that was the advantage of that trip. And uh, so, yeah, I got to know the staff. Um, you know, Alex and a bunch of folks that you know are obviously out here and, and kind of running, um, you know, running the programs. I think it feels like across the the properties. And when um, I heard this 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 was kind of up and coming and, and going to take place, I got the invite to come do some of the things I like to do: take people, you know, shooting and yep. do some hand to hand stuff yep. and some you know family stuff and some talking. Uh, it was a very very easy yes to come yeah. back up the hill. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's it's. I've heard, of course, I've been at Blackberry basically since I got out of the Navy yep. um, for the last 19 years now. And so I remember when the movie Act of Valor first came out. You yep. know, of course, I knew, had, had the opportunity to, to be around a few team guys when I was on deployment in Bosnia and stuff like that. Um, and so the movie for me, you know, first off, anybody that's been in the teams has my utmost respect, mm-hmm. you know, and admiration for you know, all the stuff that you guys are, have go through to train. Yep. Um, and then, um, just the ability that you all develop, um, and the natural ability, the leadership ability, um, something that has stuck with me from the very beginning of being able to have that experience. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's great to be able to sit down with you and, and to just have a quick chat. And I heard these rumors, like, you know, the, the guy from Active Valor's coming to wine on a fly. I was like, well, whatever, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It, and like, no, he's out here. You, you know, you got to see him. And so for me, it was, um, it was almost a missed opportunity not to get to meet you and interact yeah. Yeah. in that scenario. But, uh, luckily we're able to, um, today here at the mountain yeah. at the new Re- property, you know, Re- we just reload and go reload. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. So tell me, you know, the, the biggest question for me, you know, that, that I would probably have for you and just like to hear about, you know, other than just some of your experiences and, and everything, but, you know, how do you transition? So you were, you were active duty for, um, how many, how many total years? I did 13 active duty yeah. years. And then, and then I just finished up, um, I just actually finished up my full 20 in the reserves within about a month and a half. Right. So finished up my time in the reserves so I could, you know, get to that retirement, yep. which is, which the is 20 well year worth mark. it. Yeah. It's a good retirement <laughs> if you make it to the finish line. It's the worst <laughs> exactly. if you don't. So uh, that was, yeah, uh, yeah. It, that's kind of what it was for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, so how do you transition? How, how are you, how do you transition first off? You're obviously building your own brand. Yeah. Um, now in the civilian world, but you're using all of those um, those skills, traits, leadership qualities yep. um, from that time in the military and, and leading such great men, um, and translating it into to 
companies, you know, yeah. you, I'm sure that you do many speaking engagements and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, can, can you touch on that just a little yeah, bit? Yeah, of course. Um, I feel one, I feel super lucky and kind of blessed that my transition, I think certainly has been, I don't know if easier is the right word, but it's been fruitful, you know, kind of there, there's a lot of, um, a lot of our teammates, a lot of warriors that leave a warrior culture and, and really, are rudderless and don't don't right. know where to go. The transition, yeah, the, yeah, the transition is hard. Yeah. It's something that they they really wrestle with. I, I wouldn't say I'm immune to that. I mean, I miss um, the level of intensity of the guys I spent time with. Their focus, um, team guys, and when when you know, Chef and I talk about that, that that means seals, and yeah. you know, only people that kind of know know that's how we, we refer to each other. Yeah. You know, seals don't call each other seals. Um, that team aspect of what we are and who we are is the most important thing. That's a, that's inculcated from day one in training that you're going to be with a swim buddy, a squad, an assault team, and, and you know never going to fail um, that teammate of yours, no matter what uh, is taking place on on or off the battlefield. Um, I certainly miss the guys. I mean, the missions, I got lucky in my timing. Um, I mean, only us, I think, would consider this lucky, but I, I got some time pre-9-11, then the wars kicked off, and so you know, the bulk of my, my time was in some of the heaviest combat our community has seen, uh, in, well, by far in its history. Yeah. I mean, Vietnam Since was, Vietnam, probably, was the, yeah, you sure. know, the start, and we've sure been in the fight a lot longer than, than, than those lads were, although they're definitely the, uh, the original, the original, you know, SEALs and then the frogmen before them. But, you know, the thing, the, the only thing I really miss is really the boys, you know, yeah. just spending time with them. It'd just be like an athlete or somebody that's part of any team, um, particularly at elite level where you just form those tremendous bonds and, and, um, uh, get to spend that time. So I, I'd say, I'd say I missed that. The nice thing is I kind of found gainful employment right away. I mean, right. I, I found a path, um, and I, and I try and be very careful about it. I mean, there's, there's, there's some people that, you know, hate the fact that any SEALs or special operators have written books or been part of any right. public space. Yeah. Uh, some guys have gone about it the right way. Some guys have gone about it the wrong way, uh, kind of by the letter of the law. I, I tried to stay well above board and, and, and frankly hold myself to a higher standard than the Navy would yeah. hold me. So my books I sent into the, you know, the Pentagon to get them scrubbed for information. Anything I've done in the public space, I've run it through Navy and military chains of command to make sure, hey, this is, you know, I, the last thing I would ever want to do is put a teammate in harm's way or release information right. I shouldn't. So I've been, um, I've been, I've been very focused on that. But um, no, you know, I'm, I always, uh, I always love to write. I always love to, you know, talk and brief and, and, and kind of get um, the troops ready and be in those leadership roles. So it was a, it was a relatively natural transition to take. And I, you know, I kind of love philosophy and, and, and um, you know, really the, the how of leadership and, and, and how to do that well. So being able to take those lessons from both the combat theater, then running training for the SEALs, both basic and advanced, um, there are just a lot of lessons there. Yeah. And, and so taking those to kind of the civilian world has been great because it's, um, it all translates. I mean, I, I truly believe leadership is leadership. And I, if you're in charge of a Boy Scout troop, uh, a soccer team, a Fortune 5 company, or, or you know, a hospital or a 7-Eleven, the principles, the, the basics of all that remain the same. There yeah. might be more intensity on results and, 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 uh, and potential pitfalls of, of, of complex um, situations, but the, the, the basics remain the same. And so I think when you are able to illuminate stories that come from an intense environment like the battlefield and say, hey, this is what worked there, yeah. it will work in your boardroom. Yeah. Um, that's where it's been a lot of fun. And, and I've had a chance to you know, meet a lot of great, great people and you know, events like this you know, bring me to a, a world-class spot where I get to, you know, have a lot of fun, rich, rich experiences with my my bride, my kiddos, and the folks I get to meet. So it's been a pretty good yeah, path. Yeah, have a nice mix of R and R and 
for sure and, and getting to getting to know new people and everything yeah so you know that the the mentality that you 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 talk about you know that's something that i noticed um just with the the few guys that i was around just for and for a brief time during deployment you know they were uh my admiral's psda was uh admiral smith's enlisted aide okay. and whatnot yeah and so got to know these guys just by happenstance and yeah. you know just to be able to be around them and see their mentality of you know it's there's no quit there's yeah. no you know whatever challenge is coming up yeah we're going through that challenge we're going to be on the other side that's right um you know it made a lasting impression on me and as i moved up to um through the ranks here at the farm once i got out of the navy and everything else it was just kind of the kitchen environment really translates well to yeah. the the military oh, experience. No you know, it's yeah. it's the well, I mean, the the original brigade brigade system that uh, Escoffier set up in the yeah. French kitchens and stuff. I love that is directly related to um, the the French military and stuff yeah. like it. So it was kind of natural for yes. me to be able to go into it. So yeah. it's cool. Um, the now, no quit mentality yeah. is. The, I mean, you keyed in on the best part of of what our culture. <laughs> if we could import or export anything, um, that would be the thing. I mean, when a young lion, I, I get a lot of young young men that, that, that hit me and, and wanna uh, you know, get mentored or kind of uh, you know, learn the path to how do you become a SEAL. And I used to have like a three-page email that I kind of put into a Word document yep. that I just had Automatic. it ready. Yeah. Somebody hit me, I'd, I'd cut and paste it, send it to them. And now that document has basically been scrubbed and it's two words that I send to them, which is don't quit. Now, yep. if they wanna talk more, we can talk more. Um, the problem is that's pretty much all it takes. Yeah. I mean, I think our, everybody's looking for a secret path, a shortcut. How do you hack life? How do you you know come up with some um, some some way of, of getting to a finish line other than doing the work? And I've yet to see it. Yeah. I mean, you, you take a shortcut, you're going to get shortcut yeah. results. And in, so, in general, it's it's um, it's the suffering and the hard path to get something yeah. worth doing. And so that's that's the thing. I mean, when I tell when 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 I was running the program, people would show up and and I, I used to tell them like. Look, if you don't quit, you got a real good chance of seeing the finish line. Yeah. You quit for sure, you're done. Yeah, I mean it's over. No, nobody can make, make you quit, but make you. us drop you or, yeah. or push you out of here if you don't perform to a certain standard. But that's even rare. Yeah, we don't drop that many people from training. Most people, if they if they don't throw in the towel, will see the finish line. Yeah, and, and it's a pretty good lesson. Embrace the suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, if there's one thing I give my um, my daughters, and, and they know. I mean, my, my my two kiddos, like they know if they use the word I can't that. Congratulations! Yeah. Now we're staying here until you do. If that's twenty-four hours, yeah. we're going to stay on this swing or ladder yeah. or whatever you know, whatever stumbling block you just hit. And then, sure enough, they do it, and you're like, "See, yeah, wasn't that you hard? Can. Was it? Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, so tell us. I'm interested. You know, you're, you're building this brand ever onward, mm -hmm. right? And I, you know, I kind of stalk you on Instagram a little bit. <laughs> um, the, the, the video that I'm a, I'm a sportsman, avid sportsman. I have been my yeah, whole life. Yeah. Um, and so I got, started diving in more of the, the post that you made about the elk that you, I guess yeah, that you yeah. killed this past year. Yeah. Um, and so that really interested me. And I was, I, I wanted to be like, the video needs to go on cause I need to see how you broke down this elk leg right. so I could send you some some, yes. some advice or whatever you no, know because. i'll take it i'll uh, i'll pick your brain probably after on more of those things but uh no but, I, I i didn't grow up you know big game hunting i grew up fly fishing my whole life and being an outdoorsman but never never really got in the hunting but just think because my dad didn't hunt and then once i spent you know the bulk of my adult life hunting bad guys yeah 
some level of transition felt like there has to be something that you know replaces this or at least puts in the things that i enjoy um in such a way that i could do it in a healthy yeah. light so i got very lucky in that um a buddy of mine steven ranella who's got you know one of the best yeah. hunting shows on on tv yeah. and would be near and dear to your yeah. heart because he not only takes game he shows how to prepare it and cook it and um uh, it's real special but he took me out on a big game hunt uh, and that just kicked off a love affair that that won't die until yeah. I do. I, yeah. I really enjoy it. It, yeah. it will be in your blood. I mean, oh for, yeah, it's for 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 me. You know, as as a sports, I've been since small child. Yeah, you know, yeah. I grew up as a small hillbilly running around these yeah, mountains yeah. in East Tennessee. Um, and that's something we did. We 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 killed and caught. Yep. what we ate. Yeah, um, not you know not exclusively, but you know if you're going to kill it, if you're going to take this animal's life, this fish's right. life, whatever you're going to, you're going to eat it. You're going right. to consume it. Yep. Um, and uh, up until this day, you know, um, my, me and my wife and my two kids, we only eat, um, I'd say, well, I shouldn't say only, but 95% of the red meat that we yeah. consume is deer that we kill. You know, my yep. goal every year, uh, is to kill four deer. It right. takes about one deer per person yes. to make it from season to season. I love it. Um, I love and it. it's, yeah. You know, when when you really get into that cycle, whether mm -hmm. it's deer, dog, you know, I, I basically hunt everything. Yeah. Um, whether it's uh, and, and whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm very passionate about archery and bow hunting, which differs a little bit from Steve Rinell because I've, I've listened to all of his podcasts. Yeah, every, of course. Every week when they come out. Yeah. You know, so we differ a little bit. You know, he's he kind of talks about the efficacy of um, archery versus yeah. um, the lethality, if that's a real word. Yeah. Um, that is. Of you know, a rifle. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you kind of go back and forth, but for, for me, you know, whatever, whatever the season is, that's it. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it could be yeah. archery, it can be, um, black powder, it could be rifle. I mean, if we had a spear season, I'd probably no, take I get spear it. But, um, you know, archery's archery is something for me. That's uh, also an, an outlet that I can, you know, I can do it in the backyard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if I don't have time to get to the gym, I can go out, yeah. You just that mind space that you yes, can no, I get it. I get create it. for yourself. But that's cool. I mean, I wish you luck carrying on it because it gets in your blood. I mean, no, you, no. You, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I think there's a lot worse habits I could, I could, yeah. I could have found. So <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. And we're the same, you know. I mean, besides, we don't raise chickens. Uh, and uh, I don't take as many fish as I once did when I was young. But, um, yeah, most of the red meat besides the occasional, you know, steak out. Yeah. Uh, and every once in a while, uh, you know, we go through the burger fast because we put it into so much stuff. We might have to buy a burger short of that. Yeah. A lot of wild game. And, and um, well, you know the deal. The, 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 it, it, it tastes good. It's like putting rocket fuel into your yeah. system. I mean, you just eat, you know, I eat a big steak at, a, at a, it even, you know, some of the most high-quality steak places and, I generally feel it the next day a little bit. Like, I mean, it's yeah. good fuel, but I can feel the weight of it in some yeah. ways. Whereas, like, I could eat an entire elk tenderloin, and I feel like I'd be running on rocket fuel the next yeah. day. It's just it, there's something different going on. Yeah. I'm not the first person, obviously, to say this. It, it really is something unique going on there. And, the, and I guess the end of the post, the Instagram post you were talking about is I, I started breaking down. And um, I don't think there was a lot of craft or beauty to it. <laughs> But it also isn't rocket science, yeah. right? I mean, I followed some muscle groups. Yeah, I got uh, I got yeah. all that stuff kind of out. And, you know, YouTube can solve about everything. Yeah. You know, I found a couple. I watched six or seven YouTube videos. I found one guy that was like, eh, this guy doesn't sound like a total crackpot. And, and you know, followed yeah. it. And I, I actually had a couple of friends come over. They're like, man, is this everything you broke? I didn't even break out that, you know, some yeah. part of the blade roast or yep. whatever. And I'd yep. taken that out for uh, what kind of flat iron steaks and yep. some of that stuff. So I, I feel like I, I had a good YouTube mentor. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely 
like to do it more with somebody that, you know, put their hands on it. And it takes a while, right? That's the thing that's yeah. funny is I feel like even, um, even field dressing a deer, I mean, I've, I've, I've done a good number in the last four years, but I feel like every time I come up, I'm still kind of like, all right, wait, what do I do right now? You know, cause yeah. it's just getting those reps in on yeah, anything, like exactly. anything with a weapon system that I know well, I can do that in the dark upside down underwater. And this is still one where I'm trying to get my muscle memory down. So I know it all. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. Because it's, you know, you, you think about it, the, the amount of time that you spend in the field yeah. versus what you get out of it. I mean, That's if, right. if you tried to, um, apply a dollar figure to it. So I, I at one point, um, I thought about, you know, the, the number of hours that I spent to kill one deer yeah. versus, um, you know, from, and that's from hunting to, to skinning, to breaking down, to vacuum yeah. sealed and in the freezer, yes. you know, all the way through. Cause I've, there's, um, my entire life I've processed every deer that yeah, has yeah. come through, you know, my, yeah. something my father is really big on and that's what we started. Um, and it comes out to an astronomical number <laughs> right. per pound. Yes. It's like, Wildly, the most expensive the, the most expensive yes. wagyu beef per pound yeah. is what you've just but that's right. you don't have that experience. No, that goes it is into the experience. It. It's the you experience. Know? Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, that's that's awesome. It's yeah. going to be with you for a while. No, I've enjoyed yeah. it, and I'll, I'll definitely uh, before we leave, I need you to make sure you have I, I have your email, vice versa. You got to send me your your sausage blends, your oh, yeah. burger mixes, those things. Yeah. I need it from a pro because yeah. I'm I'm refining them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, now. Tell me a little bit about Ever Onward, right? I said that right. Yep, yep. you did. Um, yeah. You know, so um, this is your brand that you're building. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's what's the goal? What's the what's yeah? What do, what are you getting into with that? It's a good question, and it's um, it's it's in some ways multi layered. I mean, the, the genesis of it was I've been doing kind of the corporate speaking, the big stage speaking event um, for about five six years, which is kind of coming off active duty. That was a natural kind of development out of writing my first book, which became you know a bestseller. Uh, an author is going to go out and kind of do speaking to promote their book. Right. Most writers, once they're done promoting the book and it's not selling anymore because they're speaking, they're out of the speaking game. Yeah, I had a team in Los Angeles said, hey, you know, the 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 feedback from your speaking events is kind of off the charts. You, you know people do this for a living, and yeah. there's a lot of companies that are looking for, you know, effective high-impact speakers to come, you, you know, fire up their teams or uh, make an event special. So it, it naturally went into there, and, and then um, I, I really do struggle with social media. It's not a natural, you know, desi yeah. desire or something I, I enjoy. I've said this before. Nobody's going to be surprised to hear me say yeah. that. That being said, it's a powerful medium, of course. It's how tremendous none number of people are taking their information and certainly um, kind of a younger generation. And what I was finding was people were reaching out to me and were like, you know, I, unless my company books you, I'm never going to get to see you speak unless you just say, hey, right. I'm speaking at this Starbucks on Thursday and I happen to live in that town, right? So, um, so I was trying to figure out where could I create um, a little bit of digital real estate, you know, some some online kind of marketplace where I could, you know, put my ideas, concepts, and things like that up. I also wanted to grow beyond just the speaking. So, you, you know, if you go to my site, if you go to, uh, it's RourkeDenver.com, but you go to Ever Onward, um, which is the, the brand, and that, that came out of, um, you know, in the military, you send an inordinate number of emails and correspondence to other people. The classic uh, kind of sign-off is, you know, capital V, 
uh, slash lowercase r for somebody that you outrank, capital V <laughs> slash uppercase r for somebody that outranks you, which is a, a abbreviation for very respectfully, yep. and then you sign your name. I always added that, but it, to me, I, I, I like a little more, particularly when it comes to language. So I, I started writing onward, and then sometimes I wrote ever onward, and it was just this idea of kind of constantly advancing, constantly moving forward, and you know, as I said goodbye, it's like, hey, go do your thing and keep you know, chasing, uh, chasing excellence. I'll do the yeah. same and I'll talk to you next time. And so that, that's where the, uh, the name came from. And it felt like a good catch all for, for anything I could offer. And so now, now when you go to the site, um, you can still book me for speaking events. And I write route that through my team that's been booking me all along. And that would be transparent to anybody that yeah. connected with me. Um, but there's just other offerings there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to do these, uh, campfire sessions where a company can bring me in a, instead of a, a, you know, a thousand people in a room where I'm going to do a big stage event, Let's get 10 or 12 executives around a campfire. Yeah. I'll tell some stories. Let's unpack some ideas. You have access to me and we'll talk. I did a series of them where actually anyone, any you know, fan or somebody that was interested in what I had to say could you know, purchase a seat or come spend time at the campfire and be there. Uh, and then we did it live online so people could be asking me questions in real time um, just to kind of have access. And then I think the growth of Ever Onward will be um, I'm not a big hurry up and shoot, you know, I yeah. want to like deliberately um, do things that that one I believe in, two I I know I can do well and really deliver on on whatever that concept is. So there's there's some new you know budding events like booking for a, a multi day experience. I'm coming up with kind of a a real challenging type event where somebody's going to be able to come and uh, you know it'll only appeal to somebody that wants to do it, but recognize yeah. the merits of suffering and doing hard things, yeah. and that that's worth <laughs> doing to kind of prepare yourself for when tough times come and nobody can nobody can duck the rain. It's coming yeah. at some point in your at life. At some point in your life, it's going to be there. So you can either be ready for it and practice it, or you can pretend and then see how it works out, you know, on a cold bore shot. Yeah. So I like preparing for things. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of layers of things that are, um, that, that are kind of coming out of that brand. And then the, the last thing you can find, if you want just like the entry level 101 part of ever onward, if you go to my site, there's a spot where you can sign up for what I call my commander's coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coffee is a huge part of the Navy. Yeah. You get a cup of Joe. Never wash the coffee. Yeah. Nowhere yet. near as good uh, coffee. Although I've had, I've had some great Navy cups of coffee and I've had some pretty rough cups of coffee but um you know there's a lot of people that do the you know the every tuesday email and blow up your inbox and you know it's just an almost an auto delete unless they're really good i i I tried to guard or hedge against that a little bit to where right now i'm just doing one might break it up to two and i I did videos instead of just doing an email um i do a video that you know the one you saw on on breaking down the elk and it's just usually uh that one was a little more interactive but it's usually a topic or a concept or a leadership axiom that i want to say, uh, you know, talking about resilience or mental toughness or, or breaking bad habits or things like that. Um, two, three minutes, maybe five minutes. I I think the longest I've ever done is seven minutes and, um, just put something in the inbox that could, you know, fire somebody up, give them something good to look at. And, uh, so the commander's coffee is probably the easiest button to push to get connected. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, and all that play, I, I assume that, you know, just thinking about the whole leadership concept and everything else, um, to 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 kind of take that a step back you know i've always been interested in you know of course i've watched probably every buds training video that's on youtube right and everything else and i've always been um surprised isn't the right word but it, it was kind of unexpected to me when i first learned that uh officers and enlisted go through the same program yes. is there do you feel like that through the program and everything else is there a um 
specific characteristics that you all kind of notice as someone going through you know, leadership qualities and characteristics yeah. that, that na- I assume they naturally bubble to the surface. You know, it's kind yeah. of organic in any, almost any environment that yeah. a natural leader kind of shows up, but especially in that stressful yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a myriad of things. I mean, I, the thing that's interesting about the SEAL training pipeline, it's unique and you, you queued or not with officers yeah. and this is going through. There's other, you know, I went to ranger school as well in the army and officers right. go through, although they're not as, they're not separated into a leadership role uh, in any way, everyone, officer enlisted, is going to be in a senior, you know, platoon leader, assistant platoon leader, or some gradable position within the different um, skill sets they ask you to perform. Whereas in SEAL training, the officers really are in charge um, of a boat crew, of a team all the way through. And, and not so much that their experience is different or that the enlisted guys are just like following you. That yeah. That isn't what our guys are like. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they very much will challenge uh, you pretty much at every turn until you've truly proven your mettle and are somebody that they, they'll put their kind of faith and confidence in. Um, but the thing, the thing that I've found that's really interesting about leadership, I got a lot of people, particularly in the corporate space, that, that have actually asked me very specifically, what leadership style should I develop? And, mm-hmm. I, and my, my answer is don't even think about doing that. You need to yeah. develop whatever style makes sense for you, in so much that I worked for tyrannical, screaming lunatics in the military that, while they weren't a lot of fun to work for, were pretty effective yeah. leaders. They, they had good results. judgments. Yeah. They had good judgment. We trusted them as crazy as they <laughs> might be at a given time. And they they drove the drove the ship to the right place. Now I saw that same personality type also crash and burn, mm-hmm. where people didn't respect them. Yeah. Um, I've seen very cerebral, quiet leaders that did a great job, and vice versa. Yeah. So in my mind, you know, picking like, oh, I'm going to pick servant leadership, or I'm going to pick, you know, this this type of leadership, I think is a bad course of action. Now there's there's non negotiables, right? Like right. you you have to set the example if you want your team to look good, you know, be in a certain type of uniform, show up at a certain time. You don't get to show up Whenever with like a dirty yeah. shirt and late. Yeah. Like that's pretty quickly you're going to erode any uh, confidence or trust you're going to have with them. So you need to hold the line. Um, I put a massive premium on judgment. I mean, you hear, uh, I mean, how many leadership books can you read about character? Mm-hmm. And I'm all for character. I, yeah. I think if you if you lack it. You probably got problems. Yeah, that being said, you know, told me. Of course, my last last slide is coming from gunfights, but you told me, okay, leader A uh, on this side is going through a door with hide- hideousness on the other side, and excellent character, terrible judgment. Leadership B has got some character issues, phenomenal judgment. What door do you want to go out to? I'm going out B. Yeah, twelve times out of ten. Right, I'll take the judgment. Like I can deal with the character yeah. right later. Yeah. And I actually think it's something that we're seeing on the national stage. Look, I, you know, the current administration is making, uh, I think, almost both sides of the aisle crazy in many ways. Um, and there's some character stuff going on there yeah. that everybody could pick apart. But if we're talking judgment, there's a whole lot of things you should like about it. If yeah. it wasn't packaged in the same yeah. uh, personality trait, I think everybody would be a lot happier. <laughs> it's kind of a shame to watch it unfold to where you're like, you know, if you, yeah. just, if you tighten up a couple things, yeah. you know, the results are, are really good. So, so I, I, I put a huge premium on judgment. I think it's something the instructors are really looking for in SEAL training because, mm-hmm. it's it's one, it's, it's easy to evaluate. You know, yeah. character, um, you have to have some moment that's going to kind of show character, right? And that, that happens in SEAL training too. Um, I don't think as often as judgment where we yeah. say, hey, you know, you can go this path, right, left, back, forward. What are you going to do? Make a decision. Yeah. You do it. Then the results are going to bear out. Yeah. You either made the right choice or the wrong choice. And then then you see how the young lion reacts and can they handle if they made the bad choice? Can they, you know, handle making the right choice well and move on to the next one? Um, 
So I would say judgment, in my mind, in some ways, reigns supreme as to what I was looking for and, and what I think I, you know, hopefully was successful for is, is making good decisions. Um, the character part, I think, again, is, is vitally important, but um, it has to be coupled with a lot of other things. The ability to generate trust and, and create trust amongst, you know, your troops. I think having real empathy, real, you know, care and concern for the folks you lead. Authenticity is, I guess, yeah. what I'm trying to point out. Yeah, you you know, the authentic leader, that you, that's something that's really hard to fake. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things I feel like you can fake as a human being. Authenticity is pretty tough. Yeah. Most people can tell if you're full of it. Yeah. And if you are... You can be a tough spot, particularly when yeah. you're trying to sell something else. If you're authentic, you can kind of sell anything. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Agree with that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Now, um, yeah, what's the what's the what's the next step for you with the yeah with that, building the brand? You kind of going to yeah, continue building that? I mean, it's all an adventure. You know, I'm, I've never been the great, uh, you know, when they have the I see a lot of consultants are like, here, you know, got to have your five year, 10 year, 15 yep. year plan. Brother, if, if I can make it to next Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at. Now, yeah. it doesn't mean you can't you know, look down a little bit, but I, I'm not a huge long-range person. I've got a couple of good teammates um, who are great strategic thinkers, and I think, I, I think that's a great thing. Um, it's not really me. So uh, I guess the answer is I, you know, ever onward will continue to grow. It'll continue to be, you know, kind of um, some real estate in a place where I'm going to keep pushing information and, and grow um, different products out of that. Uh, I have a couple other irons in the fire that we're going to see where they're going to go. I've got a, another buddy that I'm, I think I'm close to kind of putting a little deal together that has some training. Uh, somewhat in the security space, somewhat in the you know human empowerment resiliency right. space. Uh, I've got a bunch of SEAL instructors that I think all went through training and, and were instructors with me that are kind of you know we're all out. We're 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 now the older guys or you know the gray beards and and uh, not the true long gray beards, yeah. but you know the <laughs> the new guys out of the navy. Like yeah. hey, we probably got enough experience to have something to say and are young enough to still go hard. So I can give some opportunity for them. I think to either sink their teeth into as much as they want training and maybe moonlight a little bit when they have other yeah. other things going on. Um, there's always some entertainment, you know, opportunities that are percolating. I'm very, very reticent to do those unless they're the right thing. So yeah. I've, I've had all kinds of offers that, I feel like would, I'd embarrass myself, yeah. my family, the brotherhood I was a part of. So the only the only show or kind of concept I'll go into is one that I feel like, you know, will either make people stronger or I, I can have a lot of confidence and faith in. So there's a couple of those that are yeah. out there, and I, I just need to weigh those out and see what will work. But it's um, – now it's a work in progress, yeah. you know, and, and, and to be honest, I feel like I have I've had an unbelievable life to, to this point as far as adventure, working for myself, even in the military, when you're in a, a tremendous big bureaucracy that can be grinding. You've been around team guys. Yeah. We, we live in this like little dotted line away from a lot of the military where I felt like I had tremendous autonomy to do what I want, make the decisions I wanted to make. Um, and so I, I feel like I've been working for myself my whole life and I intend to you know stick with that. If I ever need to get a job, I don't know what I'd do myself. <laughs> so uh, I feel like I got more in front of me than behind me. So we'll yeah, see. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's funny you notice that I, that was something that when I was in that always the, the, the first thing that struck me was um, the team guys when they when they showed up and, and everything they just appeared you know none of us knew that they were yeah, coming yeah um and you know no name strips on their bdus their bdus were a little different than yeah, mine where yeah. they had all kinds of different pockets on them and stuff. right um yeah that was that was cool but it was it was definitely a different yeah community uh you know that i've got as young and green and everything as i was you know a lot of those guys um really kind of i don't know if they took a shine to me they yeah. like to to poke at me and see what they could get me to do for them. You know, I, yeah. I, 
in some some respects, and you've seen the, the John Wayne movie Green Beret. Yeah, of course. You know, and Peterson, the the scrounger. Yes. I, I, some some <laughs> I ways, it. I ended up fulfilling that role yes, for those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And it was stupid, silly stuff like yeah. The admiral needs a desk. Go find him a desk. Right. You know. Yeah. So. No, it's a compliment. <laughs> it's, it's a compliment, and I and I, I say that sincerely because our guys are exceptionally good at identifying very quickly people that are capable or not capable, whatever it is that they can provide, yeah. you know, and not in a parasitic way. Our guys are like, look, this is a job I can't do. I don't have time to do. Who can do that? And when we find somebody that can, and that particularly does it with, you know, good attitude yeah. and is excited to be part of it, it's gold, you know, and then, and then those are the people that get rewarded, right? Like we've had a bunch of people that were not, you know, not team guys that we took on missions, took out to go do stuff or, or very much brought in the team and made them sure feel like they're a part of it even when they weren't because we're oh, like, yeah. look, this, this person can take a piece of the pie. We don't want anything to do with, and it's only going to make it more complete. So, uh, I guarantee if they took, took you under their wing, even with the, uh, the ribbing you probably had to yeah. take with it, it's a compliment because <laughs> if, if, if you don't have a capacity for work, we won't, we won't touch it. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was a, it was, it was something that I noticed in you. There were, there were people that tried to hang around. Yes. That, Got pushed to the side. And yeah, they you were, can't uh, try. Uh, yeah. You either can or you can't. There were, yeah. you know, it a, it's pitiless. It's yeah. pitiless, there that were group of people. Many nights sitting there drinking bourbon with them that I had probably just swiped from the Admiral's cabinet. Right. Shining boots. Yeah. And they're just sitting there cutting up and having a good time. It was, yeah. It was a, 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 a truly, you know, it, for someone like me, it really did shape kind of the, the camaraderie aspect yes. that, I, that I saw. Um, and then also just the, the you know, like you said, the mentality. The, yeah. Those guys just, okay, let's it's just special. go do it. Let's go do you it. Know, when they talk about you know? special operations, the special part are the people. Yeah. You know, the equipment, gear, we get the best line to that. We got the best funding. We usually get the coolest toys. It's the it's the people that are special. Yeah. It's not, uh, not, not any part of the gear, that's cool. for sure. Now, um, you're taking a group out, I think, tomorrow to go shoot mm -hmm. anything, right? Give them, give them more education. Yeah. Um, what... What what is uh you know what's the what's the relaxation time like for you? is it the shooting sports or anything something that uh, yeah shooting for me I mean, is have relaxing you shot enough in your you know, life you, no 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 I haven't shot it all well you know you know the deal with shooting for being a, a lifelong outdoorsman yeah. the more you learn the more you recognize you have to work on and and um, even the true masters miss a shot, yeah. take a bad shot and, and could do something differently. And so, uh, situations always present themselves that create a new challenge, a new angle, a new, uh, level of speed of shooting. Um, what I'm gonna do tomorrow, you know, we obviously have a, a finite amount of time to hopefully have a lot yeah. of fun and communicate some information. The, the one thing I love about shooting is shooting is a great vehicle for life, leadership, family, personal lessons. Yeah. You know, it just, it, there's a lot of intensity. Obviously the results could be catastrophic. You do it wrong. So it demands your focus, focus. and attention. And, and paying, um, you know, strict ad adherence to the rules yeah. that will end in a good result. But then uh, there's just elemental lessons for life, and that, that that's what I'll that's what I'll share, you know, tomorrow when it comes to shooting. Like when you pull the trigger, that's just a good metaphor for life. Like when you pull that trigger and that round leaves the chamber, there's no getting yep. it back. It's not so back. it's the exact same thing that you're gonna if you blurt to a coworker, your teammate, your you know family member, spouse, whatever it is, you you blurt something out. 
You're not taking it back, man. So it, it, it hangs, <laughs> it hangs for eternity, and it can either hit the bullseye in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of coupling those concepts together uh, when it comes to just having fun on the shooting line. That's what I like to do with it. You know, you, if you really want to get good at shooting, um, those are multi-day, multi-week, yeah. multi-year type events, and, and constant, constantly watering of that. Um, garden if you yeah. want to shoot well you know like I, I, I haven't um, put any pistol work in in quite a while I got out the range this morning make sure it was set up right and rusty yeah. you know, rusty on, on a bunch of those <laughs> shots I mean there's probably a level I've pushed it to where my rusty is still looking pretty yeah. good compared to your average Joe but I could tell um, you know I need to get back on the line and do a little more dry firing but that that's that's what I'll do with the shooting um, tomorrow and and usually when I take people shooting I, I don't actually have a big desire to get people good at shooting I've got great buddies um, you know, guys from the Army, uh, Delta, buddies of mine that were at six that, that run some of the best shooting courses in the country. And you want to go become a gunfighter, do you want to yeah. go see them? I could do it. It's not something I'm interested in. I like the bigger lessons that are coupled with that that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. My wife will often tell you that she outshoots me. Yeah, yeah. she was in the Army. Gals so she are likes, great shooters. She They're likes great to, shooters. No, fem females them. make incredible shooters because, well, across the board, it makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll pay attention to instructions. Yeah. <laughs> they can follow instructions. They don't muscle stuff, yeah. right, and don't try and beat the system that's in front of them, what guys try and do. And um, it, it, as I've seen, there's, a, there's an ability to uh, digest – you know, maybe a bad shot and not let it get into their ego and mind to where they can follow up with a better shot. Yep. I love teaching uh, teaching gals to shoot and the fact that I got uh, I'm nothing but surrounded by beauty in my family. They're all gonna be uh, yeah. they're all gonna be marksmen for sure. Yeah, <laughs> experts. It's yep. awesome. Thank you for listening to the Blackberry Podcast. Continue following the journey wherever you subscribe. Thank you to our guests, interviewers, and audience. Dive into more stories, videos, photos, and podcast episodes on blackberryfarm.com and blackberrymountain.com. Make a great day!